what's going on guys and welcome back to turn for two this is rob this is anthony and we are officially on our 10th episode 10 episodes we've made it Let's 10 go. weeks we haven't been late once other than the little mishap with spotify last week <laughs> yeah. but i okay. actually don't know what happened with that so i was just we sad late. because i wanted to listen to my beautiful voice when i was driving into work and i couldn't so it was disappointing we were we were half late we were late on spotify but not everywhere else so youtube spotify oh, apple if i would have just apple Podcast, music that one apple pod podcasts or youtubed it yeah you would have been fine so speaking of social medias <sighs> we have finally as we've said in multiple yes. podcast episodes we have finally put our dreamborn.inc profile up so all the decks that we talk about on the show and uh, throughout our ideas and as we're placing them up they're all going to be on there so you can just take a look yes. at what you want i think there's a way you can leave it's comments good. on those right i think so we're going to put our link tree and we're also going to or our link tree is going to be on our other social media right oh, at the top right. on our uh, X or Twitter account, which will have a link to our Discord server, which is where we will be talking about where we're hosting our Limitless tournaments. Yes. We're just we are, dumping all the good news here. Lots of good things are yes. on the things we've been talking about. We just haven't had the time to do it. We just sat down and we did pretty much all of it today. Yeah. Uh, so I know we've been making some promises, but now we're, <laughs> we're making up on uh, making up on those promises. Yes. Uh, I do have to give a shout out to Josh for helping us yes, with Josh his is a big, uh, big help. social media endeavors, and I really appreciate him doing that. Since Rob is very uh, I'm not technology literate. So I'm going to get X on my phone, but it's not going to be my X. It's just going to be Turn for Two's X, yeah. which I'm fine with. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, otherwise don't need it. That's also what Josh does. This is only ours and the other one that me and him have. Which is fine, and I think yeah. that it's good so that, as we've all these times, I'm like, oh, tell me what you think about these things. Yeah. We haven't had that sort of medium to make it happen. So you can make a comment on YouTube, but yeah. I feel like that's probably the least common. It'd also be yeah. nice because it's mostly me interacting with people on X, so it'll be a little, it'll be nice when you can like, or I can message you and be like, hey, someone said this, and I think you'd respond to this better than I would. Sure, I or think that's a really good idea. When I'm you just... see 16 Ruby Amethyst things, and you're like, this sucks, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, I can just make my comments about how yeah. I'm feeling about it. So it gives us sort of that outlet for communication. I'm happy yeah. that you finally set that down. And speaking of our outlet, I did reach out on Twitter um, nine hours before we started recording, a little late in hindsight, but after this episode comes out, Probably the day after, I'll put another thing up on Twitter asking them what you guys want to see as well. And um, the Glimmer Gang on X, yes, um, who I also they have their own podcast. Shout out to them. Yes, thanks Glimmer Gang for for actually the only reason we were visible because we are still new to the yep. format was because of you tweeting yes. us. So when I searched, uh, appreciate on, that guys. When we searched on my main YouTube uh, Twitter account, it was specifically your tweets twice of responding to us is the only <laughs> way that we came up. So thank you for the little bit of visibility. And, and I'm um, going to give you guys a listen. I'm, I'm excited to see yes. your, your, your opinion on this as well. But the thing that they had mentioned yes. was, uh, what was, what, tell me, did they have it right there yeah. exactly? It says, it? they asked, what are y'all's hopes for organized play and as a whole for Lorcana? Um, in 2024. In right? 2024, yes. So for organized play, my big thing, I think a lot of us have been going on is, I'm excited and hoping for a Worlds-like situation with Pokemon at Disney World. Okay, at Disney World At Disney World specifically, okay. but I am hoping they have, re not regionals level, but like kind of like the old like city challenges that Pokemon used to do. I that is what I'm looking were. for. Yeah. I would love you a regionals. I would definitely go to a regionals. I think that would be really cool yeah. to see a bunch of like-minded people. Now, mind you, it's hard, I think, to establish these regionals, Worlds, things like that when you only have two sets to work with. Now, yeah. I realize we're you know, inching ever closer to set three, 
uh, and then, you know, four or five and so on. But uh, as of right now, there's only so much variety right. and we're still seeing lots of variety, which is something we're going to be talking about. But, you know, there's not that many combinations when you only have 200, right. what is it, 408 cards? 408 cards, cards yeah. So, that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I am this these bigger sort of tournament yeah. structures, but uh, you can see online there's 200, 300 people tournaments that have happened. Most of them are in the 50s, but there's big cash events like the ones that we're going to talk about, 1K, 2K pr- prize events. Like they're they're yeah. starting to get those things going, but I'm excited to see what their official Lorcana organized play. But yeah. I think before any of these big things, what I am looking forward to, to seeing is actual full on support for localized organized yes. play. Because, oh, here's a couple, sprinkle in a couple of promos that are exceedingly hard to find. Yeah. And I don't feel like they have our quote-unquote backs for yeah. organized play. So yeah, and I mean, I'd like to see that part of it. So, like, we can have promos and be excited about going to league. Yeah. Every I was going to say, maybe it's just an our area thing, but, like, most of the people in our area, it's like you have to show up this amount of times and do this good. And if you don't do this good, well, you don't get this promo. And it's yeah. like, I know in set one they had the lore counters, and it was like, they made those like a lot of some stores made those hard to get. And it was like, mm-hmm. Oh, you get these like four months into set two after set one's already out. It's like, this is meant to help like newer players and like just yeah. people like your, your hard players. players. Right. And it's like, you're just kind of forcing them to compete with each other over these promos yeah. and get them bitter instead of just, you know, like having a community being like, Oh, you showed up all four weeks or like three weeks. Here's the promo. Like, yeah, I agree that the, there should be a little more of that to be yeah. able to give around. And, I believe it's limited because I'm sure that there's rules for who gets organized play product. Right. You have to probably go through all those hoops that Ravensburger and Disney had set up. So yeah. I mean, that part of it, I, I can understand is difficult to obtain them, but um, you can see online, you can buy them online. It's not like they're very expensive, Yeah. but if they're not that expensive and there are things that you could just hand out, just hand them out then. Yeah. I don't think it's that hard, but. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited for, I'm hoping there's a, like a, not a local, but like a way you can apply to help run these tournaments locally. Like, you know, bring them to your area, like um, franchising a restaurant or something. Okay, yeah. I would like to see, I mean, we have, we were supposed to have before COVID a Pokemon regional in our area. Yep. And it they would, even made product for they it. They made product for it. Bad looking product, but there was product. It's still product. I would like to see, you know, I mean, our, we, I know our one friend, Andy, shout out to Andy, would love to organize an event like this, like he would for Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of people in the area who are very into this game that would, I mean, I'm sure if you had the chance, you love playing, but I'm sure you would help organize a tournament if it oh, was yeah. needed. I am just happy to be part of the community. I love playing. That's yeah. why I'm excited to be part of the community. But if it's, I need to be in an, you know, uh, an organizer role yeah. or a judge or a commentator. I was going to say, ca- the two of us as casters would be pretty yeah, cool. I, I, I'm fine with any of those things as long as I get to be involved. Yeah. Um, I would like some of the swag. I'm not going to lie. The turn for two regional. Hey, <laughs> okay. we can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that gets started with the other bit of news that we have and we kind of alluded to a little bit earlier was the fact that we are finally set, setting yes, a date for tournament. our uh, Limitless tournament. So. Which will be the 26th of January. It's a little far but we try as, to give people time to hear about it yes get and, ready for it yeah and uh, as we've said before at least i both of us play pokemon so i will be away in charlotte the week before. the week before we'll still have a cast i'll still be there obviously yeah. because you know i'm dedicated heck yeah um but we're gonna we're doing it after i get back because you know when it comes to tournaments you gotta prepare so yeah um, but other, we also, like Rob said, we want to give people enough time to register. There's a lot of other tournaments that go on online as well. So we just want to give people time to, you know, 
find a deck list and have some fun. And we want to be able to spread it throughout our community and be like, hey, we're going to do this tournament at 6 p.m. on a Friday. And I feel if we can get enough people, I'm going to get together some prizes. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as we can get a good, like, you know, 10, probably 12 people, we'll yeah. try to get some prize support. And the more people definitely we get. get I'm def there's definitely going to be packs on the line yep. for sure. Uh, but I want to make something a little more enticing to kind of try to reel a few more people in. Damn. Um, and we'll discuss that. We'll talk about it probably next cast. Yeah. We'll have a better idea of what's going to happen with that. But yeah, with that, let's get right into So set two has pretty much price stabilized. Yeah. Now, this is not talking about Enchanted. So we will talk about Enchanted or in just Steel a second. Beast because it goes from anywhere from 35 to close to 45 and on any given day right so steel beast is still going to be the expensive card um i would say if you can snipe him at 30 34 somewhere You'd in that be range, lucky i would be saying go for it it's not that right now it's 40 something 43 44 right now um it was 28 when we said to buy <laughs> i feel like I don't know if where I am on that. I think I'm on sell at 43. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think it's a really, really, really good card that has been proven to be as good as it is. But that's that's a pretty steep yeah. price. And that being just... said, we also don't know if where we're at in the sort of supply yeah. of set two. I know, so it doesn't maybe that's feel starting like it's to dry up. Yet, it doesn't feel like it. Right, around exactly. here. But again, it's different everywhere. Some places might be waning out because it's like, you got to remember there's not a ton of listings for it, so I can go actually check the listings, but I don't think there are that many listings for Steel Beast, which there isn't with a lot of Lorcana cards. So one of the hardest things for that is there's 58 listings with the lowest of 43. So it's like you have 58, but it's like once that one person comes along and they're like, oh, I'm going to put mine at 40, and then people don't want to buy it, but people see that and they're like, oh, it's not selling. I'm going to put mine down. And that's really how they go down is just yeah. if you hold out a little longer and you try to sell right now, you'll probably sell. But as long as people try to hold out, prices will eventually fall because people do want to get rid of them. That being said, I have four for sale if anybody's interested. <laughs> um, so that being said, as far as regular cards are concerned, Art was the other one I wanted yes. to mention. Arthur has gone down about $3. He's down to 8 um, that's and I a buy. Think, I think that's a buy. Yeah. Um, a that's going to be a, probably just an even $10 card. I think it will land at. So yeah. if you can pick them up at eight, that's good. If you already have them, you already have them. And I think there's a lot of cards in set two that'll level out around eight. I think like mm -hmm. set one, just cause you have it pulled up. It's like a lot of the enchanteds are up there, but it's like, I think silver Cinderella will end up around 10. I think the rare Cinderella will end up around eight. I think okay. Arthur, Alice and green beast will stay around 10 until people realize how good green beast is. Same I with Bell. I think that um, a lot of these rare ones, like the Cinderella, they're gonna they're gonna level out. Like, be prepared is eight. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be much higher than no. that because again, the technically they're supposed to be in packs. Yeah. I've never seen that. <laughs> I have mine, but I've never You've seen, seen a them. shiny one. Yeah, which is nice. I'm not sad about that, but I've never seen in just a live. Cinderella yeah, in a pack. To be fair, I mean, you also have Ariel, which is a slightly better version of that that does yeah, that's more, and it's at $2. Yeah, and it is a silver. I do think it's because it also is a shift target for one of the best cards in set two, steel-wise. Okay. So I do think that's another reason that it will stay a little more expensive, but... It's the fact that it sings, and it's yeah. really a big part of that deck. It's I don't think it'll card. go. I don't think it'll go up back above ten. I'd be shocked if it does. I can't see why it would. So here's the uh, the hot take for Stonk Review today. Um, it makes technically more financial sense if you are about that in card games to buy packs of set one. Yeah. 
Um, I was just looking at the prices of set one. So obviously the uh, dragons and the Rapunzel's yep. are in the mid thirties, as yep. they will be probably for very long. And those will also always be cards that are playable. But you can look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards that are at least eight dollars. Yeah. After that, so there's when you open a pack, you have like there's ten different rare slot cards that you can get that are going to be worth the pack. Yeah. That is not currently the case for set two. And a lot of them went up. Like Hades was 15 at one point. It is now 18. I regret not picking those up. Bell is still seven. Bell went up actually. Bell went up a lot. She Bell was 12. Was 12 because I remember trading for one or two of them. Yeah, she's back up And to now she's back up to 18. almost 18. Yeah. And I think that's, yes, set one will be printed into the ground. Don't get me wrong. They've already supposed said that. supposed to be. Yeah. But as of now, I mean, I've realized it just because I've opened more set two. But, um,. It's just at the point where with set two, especially if you're new getting into the game, and I think um, a lot of people that are getting into the game, um, like we have one player at our locals that I was talking to, and it's like buying set two is good because yes, there's steel beast, there's good cards, but it's like it's good playable set one, especially if you want to trade for stuff. Set one has the more value Value. cards and it's also like you have blue Hades, you have Rapunzel, you have Dragon, you have Tinkerbell, you have Be Prepared, Whole New World, Maui. Uh, the Stitch line, if you're into that, uh, that. <laughs> Surfer Stitch, Elsa, Bell, uh, Minnie Mouse, BLT, even grab your swords like Lilo and Maleficent. All these Ariel, all these cards that like were decks at one point on their own that are very good in a lot of the newer decks. Yes, there are new cards that complement them well, but most of them are under the ten dollar price range for legendaries. Let alone the rares and commons and uncommons yeah. and stuff are cheaper. So it like. For me, I think set two is more at the point where you want to buy singles for decks, and set one is where if you see it, you pick and you want to pick up packs. Like I would rip set one. Yeah, so I I like drafting everything, but I've never drafted just set one. I've done mixes before, um, so now it even more entices me to want to do drafts of set one just to get more money cards. So you can always quote. be scared of be prepared while playing draft. That's the scary thing yeah. about draft. You never know when somebody rips to be prepared. Uh, or Dragonfire. <laughs> or Elsa or Hades. All of these kill spells. A whole new world. Lots of fun things to play against. But that being said, it just makes more sense to buy packs of set one. Yeah, I mean, I, I've started doing it mostly because I've opened so much set two. But especially yeah. if you've been playing since the beginning, set one got reprinted a lot during set two. And, and you were too obsessed with getting set two. Right, and everyone was so obsessed with getting set two. Like now, my binder's like double my set two binders double the size of my set one and also so much more full it looks more empty because i have so much stuff in decks but like mm-hmm. set one is where it's like if i ever got another box i think it, i feel like it would have to be set one yes i love the enchant from the, some of the enchants from set two yeah. i also do from set one but i'm in in a position where i want to open if i want to open the best cards that are either expensive <laughs> Or not even expensive, just like good trade fodder or cards that are just good to play in general. So I feel just like all good deck cards. Yeah, and I would rather just buy singles from set two at this point because I've opened so much of it, and also it's just so cheap. But uh, you got it's, anything else? No, you 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 about beat it into the ground. I yeah. think we we've got all the answers on that one. I think that would make it officially time for meta analysis. So I have noticed a very wonderful trend on the ladder over the past week, um, and that is a reduction in the number of Ruby Amethyst that I'm playing against. 
Uh, I don't know how much joy that brings you, but that brings me oh, immense that brings me a lot of joy. joy. I'm so sick of playing against that deck. I got all of the cards to build that deck and then just decided against building it. It's a great deck. I I, I was played my version for a yeah. long time. I really enjoyed it, but now it's just too much. I it's, see it everywhere. Yeah. It's not fun to play even with sometimes where it's just like, oh, yeah, I, it's the same motions. I'm not the kind of person that, like, the the guaranteed victory every single time. Like, I'm not saying that that's what it is, yeah. but where you just know that the deck's going to run in this sort of way. I want a little more, I don't know, meat. Yeah, it's just sandwich. one of those decks that's very linear. It's, like, mm. just one of those decks that it's, like, this makes the game unfun to play, like Lugia in, um, like, Silver Tempest, Crown yeah. Zenith format. Uh, it's really I just to allude to. Stay, uh, stay alive until you get to seven. Yeah. Do be prepared and then kill everything else that they play. Yeah. And it's a solid strategy, so it keeps doing well. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to play against any anything else. Yeah. Um, and I've had a lot of luck not playing against that. So that could just be my experience. Yeah. I've heard other people having different experiences, but it was at least a noticeable reduction. Yeah. And I played one Popsicle list. So, I mean, so you were there Thursday. I was busy um, with doing some work stuff on Thursday. But what did you notice a lot of? I don't know what you guys did. At so we, League. I noticed... Um, a couple different um, aggro builds. Uh, Josh has his aggro build. Matt has an aggro build. I was saying, no, I've, it's very experimental at League there. It's like, there Yeah, always... I like people just try whatever. Uh, I was running with uh, Mufasa Murder. That was a lot of fun. I know you're going to talk about yep. your build. Be what did Josh 2 run? Josh 1 and Josh. Josh Pokemon and Josh Lorcana. What did Josh Lorcana have? Josh Lorcana was running his um, Amethyst Steel control list, um, which I effectively wholly copied made a very <laughs> tiny change and put it on the ladder and i did win three yeah. games in a row with it but um it's interesting it usually does what it's supposed to do and if you get a certain kind of hand you're effectively locked out of the game so it's a very interesting list runs off of the um fairy godmother which is he was big on from the beginning and um he'll just play it whenever you see the baby fairy godmother you're like oh my god i don't i yeah. and you end up sending so much resource to kill a three four that yeah. otherwise doesn't do very much yeah. but then he can tap down with the cinderella so it's a it's a lot of fun but um there was some interesting decks there but it's just nice to see different things that's just not the same old same yeah. old and i mean i'm i'm very excited to have him and matt on the podcast respectively just because they're always coming up with new deck ideas they're mm -hmm. always they're the two probably the two most creative people that we've talked to for the podcast yeah and I mean, we'd love to get all of your guys' opinions as well on what yeah, decks you're working on. Yeah, send us your deck ideas. Yeah, on Twitter or on our through our in our Discord, which we're both trying to be a little more active in. Mostly me over Rob. As far as Discord yes. is concerned, but I will be paying attention to X. Yeah, and um, just reach out to us um, through there. I mean, all replies or DMs. Just let us know like what you're working on. Yeah. We'd love to talk to a lot. I mean, it's always nice to talk to people about um their deck ideas because it's always fun i mean i was just sitting here thinking about stuff we'll talk about later but um some of the one of the colors of the thing we never see is like we never see green purple which is like a weird thing to think about like true. we never you never see an emerald really see amethyst deck i do not i don't think i have ever seen an no? emerald amethyst deck that's funny oh i put the pen away so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different colors like you don't think about it because there's only five and it's like oh there's all these but it's like there's some colors that you just never think because they don't get put together a lot. So uh, in sort of in that vein, other than the fact that there's steel lists everywhere, yeah, um, I have been noticing, again, on the ladder, increase in sapphire steel. I've uh, been seeing some pretty interesting builds there. I had a build that was relying on Tiana 
which was pretty cool. Um, would work well against, I imagine, the Ruby Amethyst package yeah. because then they can't play their be prepared. Yeah. And they, you know, it locks them out of a certain couple of things. So it's just nice to see that people are still crafting and yeah. not just falling into the, you know, sort of an established meta only three weeks into, or yeah. I guess a month now into the set. But it's it's good. I'm happy to yeah. see it. So one thing I noticed before we talk about these tournaments quick is mm-hmm. it seems like, here, go back one page just so you can look at it as oh. well. There are more, there have been more tournaments just on this one section of this page in Italy than anywhere else. There have been seven in Italy, six in the U.S., and then two in, true. Uh, two in France. That's an interesting observation. There's, yeah, a very just, good Italian following. Yeah, this is what happens. You put Italians in front of this game, just like me, and you, know, <laughs> you float towards it like pie on a windowsill. Oh, my God. Um, no, I do. I actually <laughs> am kind of shocked it's doing... I mean, I'm very happy it's doing well outside of the U.S. Sure. Italy was not where I expected it to do the best, but that means now whenever I decide to travel to Italy like I would like to one day, I can on. take my Lurkana with me and... <laughs> You'll find somebody. Good, yeah, have a good time. Uh, so the the two... Um, no... I'm sorry. In the background, my cats are on the nip right now, so they're they're going to be a little loud. I apologize, guys. Um, so there were two tournaments, both on the 30th of uh, December in the U.S. at different areas. One was a 1K Lorcon, and the other one was a 2,000 cash prize event. Um, 52 and 53 players, respectively. I will go with them in the order that they're on here. So top four, two Ruby Amethyst again. Doesn't shock me, but uh, none, neither of them were the win, uh, the first. So that's true. Steel Emerald discard and um, Ruby Amber. God, I'm never gonna remember these guys. <sighs> Mufasa deck won it. So uh, as we usually do, we'll go in reverse. So yep. Ruby Amethyst from the fourth place ran what? Pretty Jetsum. Oh, see, that's interesting. A Jetsum. So, evasive, I guess. Mini Mouse Killer, probably. For mirrors or anything that runs I didn't realize that Jetsum is also inkable, so that's an interesting inkable, evasive option. Yeah, 3-3 evasive. He he kills the minis. He kills Pascal's. I think it's just kind of a a thing to keep aggro down, because aggro runs some evasives. So, eight one threes. Only one... Again, one of... Jeez, I don't understand one of... I don't understand the one of evasive. Stylish Surfer. Uh, I I like that card. I don't know that I like it at one. Um, One Yzma, which I don't like either. Three Spellbook, which is not typical. At least we're seeing more than one. Yes, I like it better than one, but that's an interesting build. Um, kind of the, a lot of the standard pieces, but uh, at least a little bit of uh, change there. Uh, third place was the Emerald Steel discard, and that is a tight package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's anyway. You're a child. Um, <laughs> there's not a, there's a lot of fours and threes in here. It's just a, it's just low to the ground, figured it out. Um, but with some grab your swords, which you don't normally see in a discard yep. deck. Um, the full Tinkerbell package. Four four, tiny tactician to grant to giant fairy. Um, I like the giant fairy because again it's floodborne. Yep. It works with the Bucky's and you get the draws off the Prince John. But they're doing a big big uh, floodborne package. Yeah. Four Donalds, four Jafars, four tanks, two Flynnroidas. Flynnroida. Oh, and four four steel beasts. Four steel beasts, which so. goes from making that deck super affordable to yeah, that deck's over two hundred dollars. Yeah. that's another thing we'll talk about about the budget yeah. deck that's a good idea uh so this is pretty standard package but very straightforward with the floodborns really relying on that bucky no one of us which feels nice to oh, see. that's why i was excited about that was the tight package comment. and back to one of us 
No. No. Two so, ofs. But no one is fine. I like a two of crab in a bounce list. That's interesting. Yeah. Only three Tremaine is interesting. Uh, but again, a pretty standard uh, Ruby Amethyst list. And then let's see what the spice was for Ruby Ammer, the top winner here. Oh, there's the prices of the decks right there, too. We made that. Look at that. Surface Stitch in the Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's so just as I told you run? before, again, I, apparently, because there's the 4-4 four, four Stitch, Stitch Rockstar. The four four queen queen commanding presence. I, I just see that in all of these lists. I don't. I get. I'm just like. I'm coming over to the the rock star stitch thing. I just don't understand why you need the queen. What are you attacking with that's not big enough to the kill? The only thing I could see is the using the mini mouse or to buff maybe the queen of hearts because you can shift on turn two and do it on turn you three. You only have two queen of hearts. You're not going to put a whole package for two rush. I'm guessing it's for maybe the mini mouse. It, I I I really don't know. Now, anyway, they won, so good job, guy. Yeah. This is the deck that Ant and I love right now. We're making our own versions of, and it's it's a lot of fun. I'm glad to see it took down uh, Ruby Amethyst. That brings me joy. Yeah. However, I already know the winner of this one. And the other tournament that we were talking about, the 53 player, is, oh, wow. it was a mirror, a mirror of Ruby Amethyst. Boo. <laughs> um, <coughs> so it's a little different. It's got the four Pascal. This one's very cheap. Rabbit. This is really an Arthur package because yeah. they're other than Maui. It's all cheap. And be prepared. But everything in these Tremaine. Okay. So, so there's four, four cards over the cost of four. And then everything else is very cheap. So it's really the sort of Arthur bounce package yeah. with the rabbits. With a little bit of like offensive. I would call this less of control. I think this is more of like bounce with this you is a like defense mechanism bounce bounce aggro like they're, yeah. they're gonna turn so fast with this deck but that's apparently how you beat regular bounce i'm going to assume this is a regular bounce list um four four olaf the mini mouse i don't understand why you need eight of those still plus the three mini mouse serve or the four mini mouse I yeah but i get that for the evasive also that's super important in the in the mirror the ursula's Ursula's interesting. No spell books in either of those last two lists. No Arthur in this one either. So this one is more of your traditional yeah. Ruby Amethyst. It's nice to see, I guess, a different version win. Fourth place, also Ruby Amethyst. Back to the one ofs. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm not seeing anything that jumps out at me as interesting on this one. Um, eight, except for eight Lady Tremaine. That's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know how you can do that one. Maybe it was they put the Lady Tremaine's in twice instead of the, the two cost. But I definitely don't think that there's eight because they probably wouldn't have finished fourth. Now, here's exactly what I did with my em my Emerald Steel. They have the Cinderella. I think it's, it's a really cool include. Well, it's because I love Cinderella. One of Mouse Armor. Mouse Armor's not a bad card. I actually I like don't Mouse, hate Armor. Mouse Armor. It's like a... Not a lantern for silver, but it's like the same thing. Concept, yeah. Yellow seems to have a lot of cards that, you know, we'll talk about with my deck that put things into play for cheaper. Steel has a lot of resist, and this is another card that benefits what, that. I guess you could give it to Bucky to keep him alive off of uh, a Tinkerbell? I'm not entirely sure what it's there could for. could also give but... it to Beast, I guess, so it doesn't take a... Like, if someone tries to just ping it for one, you have yeah. to force them to ping it with something bigger. I guess you can give your one, co your one copy of Cinderella <laughs> using the one copy of Mouse Armor. So it has three resist. Three. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, I like that build. There's a lot of uh, different changes in that. So as you can see, sometimes it's a bunch of ruby amethyst. So this out of eight, there were what, five. Too many. Uh, and out of the other one, there were four. So it's still very prevalent. It's still a good deck. I'm not denying that. I'm just, I'm interested in pretty much everything else. Yeah. Show me something cool. That's also yeah. changing things up like that. So I, I think that's really where we're at meta-analysis. Yeah. There's some changes on the horizons. I'm glad that it hasn't sort of flattened out and been solved per se. Yeah. And that sometimes Ruby Amethyst loses, and that makes yeah. me happy. So with that, let's get right into... A cooking time! All right, so I'm going to start off uh, cooking time this week, since Ooh. Rob normally starts it off. Um, change, I like I, that. I was out here talking crap last week about your uh, Mufasa deck. So, <laughs> so now we get to talk about how good mine is. Um, so mine has around the same package as most, you know, the the base early curve package that most decks have with Doc and Mother Gothel, Simbas and Mickey Mouses that are temporary. We got the two cost Snow White, um, but then then it gets interesting. You get to the three cost and you see uh, Aladdin Street Rat. I run the both Aladdins in here because sometimes, especially playing against aggro. By the time you get to, you know, turn five, six, they're, you know, pretty close to winning. So yeah. with Aladdin, when you can just kind of sit there and go, boom, gain two lore, take two away from you. Now you're, you know, you're missing a character and you're closer to death. Yeah, I, um, I love that. How much <laughs> I put that in pretty much every red deck I have, so I can't be sad about that. That's really cool. Hitting and the seven cost has to feel really nice off the Mufasa. Oh, I know. And then you got the Minnie Mouse and Rapunzel. Obviously, Mufasa's in this deck. Maui. And then the first six cost is Mickey Mouse, Friendly Face. Um, turns for three, and you pay three less to play things. So between that, the Lanterns, and the Dock, you can pay up to, if you have all three Lanterns, the Mickey, <laughs> and all three Docks, sure. technically, free dragon. you could pay nine. Yeah, Free Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but no, being able to put a dragon in play for six, a scar in play for four, you know, yeah, um, just in play off. for three. That's true. Um, you get some Mufasa really big fights in the later game, and just like all of these decks, you have a lot of later game cards. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, it's something and I haven't yeah, I mean, before, but I like it. Being able to pay two for Mother Gothel and then turn with Mickey to pay one for Rapunzel to draw three cards, you're paying mm. three ink to basically, mm. you're paying one ink per card drawn. Feels nice. Um, the only, th and then obviously there's teeth and ambitions and be prepared teeth and minis might come out. I'm between Gaston's because you, you know, suicide your Mufasa and then bring the, use the Gaston to ready it. So you can attack with it with something like the Aladdin. About LeFou? Yeah. Uh, well, you can ready with the LeFou. Yeah. You, you were saying Gaston. Oh yeah. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Same movie. Um, you're, you're there. Same movie. I'm close enough. Um, <laughs> And then it was either that or adding some more, you know, another Mickey, another Aladdin, as on the 3-3 three, three line of all of those, along with, um, what else did I say I was going to add? I don't remember. It'll come to me at some point. Well, the um, whole point was you were, you were really excited about putting the scar in, which, fun fact, I yes. ended up doing anyway, because I think it's interesting. And now you might even put the Mickey Mouse in. Yeah, I'll consider it because... Upon thinking more about it, I really do have the Mickey Mouse, or excuse me, the I put the six cost uh, Rockstar Stitch in there because it turns for three. It's a three five, which I like. 
Um, yeah. But you're right. I'm really only just trying to hit that so I have something that turns for three to keep the game going in that direction. And if that's the case, then why not just use the Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse in that slot to pay cheaper for other things, especially with my Hades package. So I'm strongly considering it, but um, I like how you and I have been kind of bouncing this deck back and forth and have gotten some solid ideas and we're coming up with a pretty cool system. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I really I enjoy it. I know you, you were kind of giving me the poo-poo face last time, but now you're seeing that it's... it's really yeah, no, I had a lot of fun when we played. You know what I just um, realized? Other than, the, other than the game, I... Did you what? see that it, the hyenas are at the shadows? And yes. I did not notice that. That's really... Sorry, that's really cool. <laughs> this is also, I think, one of, if not the most expensive deck to build right now, as, you know, for yeah, Rapunzel... Is dragons my build is 458 dollars and 45 cents yeah mine's 479.50 yeah so. i think this is probably you're right the i can't think yeah. of a deck that could be more expensive because you have some of the most you have to no because steel with and if up, i go what, it's no if i up yet. if i up my surfer stitch count It'll be if I went to four surfer stitch, that would be four four of legendaries, and then the two snow white because there's five legendaries in six legendaries with the scar. Wow, <laughs> this is yeah, this is an expensive deck. I yeah. mean, scars are nine, maleficent are thirty seven, surfer stitches are eleven, tremains are seven, Little snow whites are eight. Cooking time, I love it. Mufasa's <laughs> ten, Rapunzel's at thirty four. Like this is an expensive deck. Yeah. Uh, well, good on you that you've traded and worked your way towards have <laughs> the pieces for it. Uh, that is actually something we had mentioned a while back, and we're going to put some serious thought and moving on as a sort of budget decks for like the new yeah. player or somebody's like, oh, I want to try something new, but I don't look to break the bank. So I always say the easiest way to not break the bank is to try it online first. Uh, you could build a deck and be like, oh, I'm not really enjoying this, or this isn't my play style. <laughs> you didn't lose anything because you didn't buy anything, but yeah um it would be nice to see what's competitive uh maybe that's a challenge we could also come up with where you and i have a certain amount of money like 150 bucks make a deck whatever the best deck wins out of that that could be interesting yeah um but uh is there anything else you wanted to say about your deck i no it's it's a lot of fun all 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 i gotta say is uh bufasa does a die hard in this one brah so my deck for today is Squeak, 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 Squeakin', which is my <laughs> version of the discard deck, the Emerald Steel. Um, it's it's decently standard, to be honest. This is uh, what I've been seeing a lot of online. I don't run the full eight Flynn Riders. I only run seven. I don't necessarily even that. know that you need the three one threes that I have, but I'm having it there for now because shifting uh, Flynn Rider for two when you have a Bucky and doing the doing that like turn two or turn three or doing two of them on turn four I did once because I had two in my hand uh, discards a lot of cards and then you have these two big guys that swing so uh, that's been really fun um, I run mine a little bit differently I have 17 total Floodborne so I'm really leaning hard into the Bucky um, it's sad when Bucky gets Tinkerbelled to death but you know it is what it is it happens <laughs> it does happen <laughs> um but otherwise it's pretty cool it's just a it's just a cute little item that sits there and lets your opponent discard cards um i went a little short on the prince johns i only have three um I, you only need one in play really you do want to see it so i understand running four but 
Uh, it doesn't really do much later in the game when they're not discarding. It's just kind of a one, two that turns for two. So I brought that down a little bit. I brought my vengeance count down to three as well because um, it's really just there and there. Like the, to snipe a really important item. Otherwise, it's not really doing much for the deck other than being ink. Yeah. Um, I'm currently running the Daisy Duck. I'm going between that and the uh, and Donald Duck because the Donald Duck is Floodborne. And that would give me four <laughs> more Floodborne, so it's 21. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like the Daisy deck is really good. It's a two, three stays alive. You usually get at least one discard out of it, and then it becomes a lightning rod, so they're worried about killing Daisy deck while you're stacking right. the rest of your board, which is fun. Um, as I said, I, have, I run three of the uninkable Flynn Rider, his own biggest fan, the one that turns for four when they have no cards. I can't rationalize the fourth. It's you know it's an uninkable as well, and you start with that, it sucks. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the game, it's get back breaking because it's turning for fours i've come from behind really well with that card yeah um i run four of the dreadnought jafar because it's floodborne and i'm trying to hit off those bucky triggers and it's also just a good card drawing you some cards because again there's a lot of card advantage in this deck um i went to a full four of lucifer the cunning cat now you're like oh well we can't run other uninkables this one is just it's too good especially with the another uninkable card i run bibbity bobbity boo yeah, um, I run three Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, and when Lucifer can sing that and bounce himself, and then they discard two more cards or at least one more action, it's pretty cool. So I also am now running the four of Beast, Sad Beast, Emo Beast, Tragic Hero Beast. You know the guy. Uh, it's just a great, beast. It's just a really good card. <laughs> uh, that's why it's expensive, but it's also Floodborne, so you never feel bad putting it down. Um, I actually only run three of Tinkerbell. I know this sounds very shocking because it's me, um, but it's proven nice because I still get that Floodborne, but it's allowed me to get space for a different Floodborne that most people don't run in their discard deck, and that is Cinderella Stouthearted, which is just always a good card in my opinion. Uh, but in this case, um, she can evolve from the other one if the other one's in play. Uh, but I have... 11 songs so uh, she can get her little singing sword action going off every once in a while and when you finally put it into play it's a good end game character or it's ink um so my 11 songs are four sudden chill three bibbity bobbity boo and four strength of a raging fire um i usually have at least two things in play i have my prince john and bucky have ward and i'm just normally just leaving beast up so i have people in play just sitting there doing nothing uh, and it allows me to take out things that are ready that I wouldn't otherwise be able to take out. Um, and then they have four hypnotize for more discard action. So there's the it's it spawned originally because I needed something to take down Ruby Amethyst, and I'm so sick of playing against it. And the easiest way to beat Ruby Amethyst is to just get rid of their hand. Um, yeah. And or when, just just tell them not to play. Just like. Tell them to leave. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's really kind of... Because you know I had my, my Green Beast deck that I really love, but this is yep. just, unfortunately, um, more of a deck out of necessity than necessary want, but I am enjoying it, and it has my own sort of little flair on it, so that makes it more fun for me. Um, but it's a discard deck like most others, but with some different kind of synergies, and uh, I played it five times today, and it went four and one, so pretty happy mm -hmm. about that. So next week for our cooking time, we're going to have a little bit of uh, audience interaction. 
we are requesting you guys uh, comment, you know, tweet at us, reach out to us on any of social medias, uh, and give us two cards. Any two cards you would like, we are going to randomly each pick one of the submissions, and we are going to build a deck around those two cards. We must have four of each of them yeah. in our deck. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun challenge for next week to give us, you know, a little bit of a little bit of different, you know, shake it up and some audience interaction now that, you know, we're trying to grow the community and we do it. We have a lot of dedicated listeners that we talk to every week and they like to give us ideas. So we're going to play a 10 game series. And yeah. then if we tie, we take it into the following week. But um, we'll have to figure we'll have to figure out what the uh, what the winner gets. Yeah, we yes. still haven't figured that part of it out yet. But uh, it's just a really good chance to yes, like you said, kind of have some audience interaction, do a little something in that, and then just deck building around what would affect who cares about the meta. Like I don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna have to put this and this and there because I'm playing against right. a meta deck. It's gonna be like, okay, these are the two cards I want have. How do I make them do something? And um, I have. A, a feeling people are going to pick some silly stuff and I'm excited to try that. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's, it's going to be fun. Um, so we're just asking you guys have submissions in by Friday, January 12th. It is a short turnaround time, yeah. but it just gives us some time to build and play a couple days to build and play before we record yeah. for the week. Um, it'll most likely get done on Pixelborn because unless we own the cards. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do, but. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably own all of the cards, so for now. But I guess, um, yeah. I think but, it's gonna be fun. I'm very excited about it. Uh, the yes. other th other thing I wanted to mention is uh, cooking time for next week is not going to be new decks this time, uh, because we have been talking about all these decks for the past several weeks. We want to talk about refinements we've made to a couple of the old ones and do sort of a short segment of the decks we've been using and things that were already built on cooking time, and it's gonna also allow us to uh, refresh our dreamborn account so that that yeah. is accurate so um just as a little heads up there for that all right so speaking of cards that can be used to build some new decks in this next segment we're hey, gonna be hey, talking yeah. about... Shh, shh. wait do, do you hear that i do what what is that noise do you know what that sounds like what does it i don't know what does it sound I'm like pretty sure that's a spoiler alert all right, so in my adventures across the internet looking for stuff to talk about in our podcast, I came across Lorcano.gg's set leaks. I'm not sure how these leaks came to be. There's about seven pictures of, or eight pictures of all these, this binder full of, it's just a bunch of rares. Um, no enchanteds, because Rob hates spoilers as it is, let alone for pretty cards. Um, that he just has hopes of pulling that he never will. Oof. Um, like, the, like, like the Alice that he still hasn't seen. Um, well, I, I was explaining the, to this before, cause everybody's like, well, how are you going to handle spoilers? If, if you're going to be like a podcaster, it's a, it's a necessary evil. As I tell people, you have to suffer for your art. Um, <laughs> I'll look at spoilers because people are going to want to hear about them. I don't like them. Everybody knows that, but, uh, whatever I'll, I'm excited to see some new cards. So yeah. that's cool. Um, but I have not looked at any of these. So these are all live reactions i suppose yeah i'm excited um, to see your reactions to these so i'm on the page right now i haven't looked at anything but the discard card yep uh so i'll okay we can do oh right the oh all right <laughs> uh so you can take the first one i'm gonna read yeah, so the, the first one is the four cost uninkable action song and then along came zeus 
Uh, a character with four or more can sing the song for free. It deals five damage to chosen character or location. You don't have to read what songs do. I love when you do that. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Five damage is that's a new that's a new big boy. Yeah. Uh, and it's so oh, things like singing it for four and just smashing. And it says two locations too, which is a new sort of well, paradigm that we're learning about. Which is what I was going to say is so things like smash and let the storm rage on. Those are all chosen characters. So I'm guessing those won't be errated into being able to mm-hmm. attack locations. I agree. But they also, but they could. I don't think they will. No. But I'm guessing this will be as far as we know, or as far as we've seen, this is the only one. I'm sure there'll be a smash like card that will only be able to deal three damage to locations or something that is fascinating that's a lot of damage uh so then we have the sorcerer's hat an item uh incredible energy pay one dull name a card then reveal the top card of your deck if it's the name card put that card into your hand otherwise put it on top of your deck that's dumb um, I think it synergizes good in purple because of Ursula's Cauldron. You can look at two cards, put one on the top, put one on the bottom. That's um, just to draw and it. Use the hat to draw it. That's dumb. Um, it is a two-cost inkable, so yeah, it's not great. I'm not a huge fan of it. I, um, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you say Elsa and you have seven Elsa, like seven different kinds of Elsa, then you're bound to hit one. Yeah. I guess it makes these sort of uh, mono... Uh, character decks a possibility with some characters getting lots of different versions so maybe in the far future this could be a very good card where yeah you could just run an aladdin deck because you'd have 12 different aladdins in two colors um and then you just say aladdin uh as long as one of those colors is purple yeah so uh, i've super unimpressed the thing that i'm drooling about over here is stratos yeah. that was jo- when i show these to josh our twitter helper um he was very he was very excited about making a titan stack. I just thought stra- it's it's my favorite titan. It's the tornado titan. It's just actually what it is. Stratos tornado <laughs> titan. Uh, a four four evasive five inkable. Gain lore equal to the number of titan characters you have in play. That's really neat. And it's evasive, so it's hard to. Wow, it's and it's four four. Yeah. So even if it is hit by something, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, dies to and then along came Zeus, which is funny. <laughs> um wow so there's seems to be a titan theme um it's it's really cool this is a cool card yeah that's how much the other titans cost if they all cost five that's going to be difficult but if there's some cheap ones that could be a very silly deck yeah and i mean being able to turn yeah especially if you have like a one or two cost like cheap titan and you're just like all right i'm gonna put six of these in play and turn have fun oh man how did they get these I don't know. No one knows, but let's not question it. Next up, we have three-cost inkable uh, map of treasure planet. It's an item. One left next location you play this turn, uh, and you and then the other ability is you pay one less. The passive ability is you pay one less to move your character. Oh wow, that's really really good. Probably, uh, <laughs> I say that because I don't know what good locations are at this point. But yeah, holy god, that is really powerful especially because you don't have to pay the move cost for things and uh, presumably these locations are going to have all these like amazing abilities that's steel's getting a good piece that's really really cool so to help out your red we have six cost inkable peter pan pirates bane he has a four five shift four evasive turns for two which we love 
uh, you're next. Whenever he challenges a pirate character, this character takes no damage from the challenge. Okay, I guess that's neat. It's very thematic, as much as you hate that, but I don't think it's that good of a card. I don't hate it. It's you say the word thematic a lot. It's because when things are thematic, <laughs> I like to announce that. Um, it's a neat Peter Pan. Um, yeah. It's a 4-5 or five evasive that turns for two, which is nice, but I'm not impressed. Um, so Cursed Mof- Merfolk um, it is a one-cost uninkable zero one. That's a first. Uh, whenever this character is challenged, each opponent chooses and discards a card. Oh, it turns for two. <laughs> okay. It's going to be, it's good in discard. Sure. Start it early, and if they don't have a way to kill it, you just sit there and, you know, keep turning for two. <laughs> That's a pretty cool card, actually. Uh, it's like a Lilo, but... Better. I don't know. I guess better. I guess you don't need... Who cares if Lilo does one damage? So yeah, it's a better yeah. Lilo. And then we have five cost Moana, born a leader. She's also a 4-4, four, four, uh, like the Titan. She shifts for three and turns for two. Welcome to my boat. Whenever this character quests while at a location, ready all other characters here. Ready all of the other characters here. They can't quest for the rest of the turn. So kind of on theme with the yellow Moana. Mm-hmm. Being yep. able to ready the princesses, this one just readies location characters. I think it's a good card. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems a little slow, but it shifts for three, so maybe there's going to be some cheap Moanas. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So we're just going to jump quickly over to it because I know you're going to see it in a second. Seven cost Mufasa, champion of the Pride Lands, a 310 who turns for three. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh... <laughs> That's a big old big kitten butt. face. <laughs> Would it be great if you put that in the Mufasa deck? Mufasa. That's what I said to Mufasa. Josh. I was like, you just change Mufasa's deck to steel instead of red, and you just Mufasa for a 10 cost Mufasa. 7 cost Mufasa, but he's a 3 10. Third, it's just hard to kill. Yeah. Uh, without Dragonfire or, you know, Hades or Let It Go, you know, the big destruction Have fun. cards. <laughs> that's that's, that's a <laughs> beast to get through uh so there's also two cost inkable helga sinclair uh vengeful partner she's a villain oh and this character is challenged and banished banish the challenging character so it's um cheshire cat but a two one for two what one thing with mufasa too if you have mouse armor you can give him resist one so that he's technically a 311 Starlight Vile, four cost uninkable item. Uh, duh, uh, efficient oh, energy. Efe- efficient energy. I thought that was a D. Uh, efficient <laughs> energy didn't make sense. Efficient energy. Um, exert pay two less for the next action you play this turn. Uh, pay two and banish it. Draw two cards, then choose and discard a card. Um, in an action based deck, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where I land. So with this, we'll talk about probably one of the best cards coming out of Into the Ape Lands. And he has a shiny. And he has a shiny. Um, this is one of my two favorite cost, cards. Makes- Two-cost inkable morph Space Goo. He's a 2-1. <laughs> turns for one, but that's not what you're using him for. You're using him for Mimicry. Mimicry? Milstery. You may play any character with shift onto this character as if this character had any name. That is insane. What? I, this is this insane. I've already seen, so I don't have a true reaction to it. But the first time I said, I, I think I, 
I think I laughed maniacally about the potentials for this. So I think I said something to you about green purple, like not really being a color combination. And this was why fairy godmother being able to shift onto this too caused. Yeah. No, that's a really good card and will demand a lot of money when it first comes out. And that's a sell right out of the gate, boys and girls. That's a sell. And that's if you have it and you want them, I would hold that. I would sell them early but if you oh, can get a play set of them for cheap you'll be able to sell these for twenty dollars when the game comes out yes and you'll be able to pick them up for four a month later so yeah make that money that's such a uh, good card i'm so excited next up that. we have seven cost pluto <gasps> there's a f- <laughs> pluto he is a three eight he shifts for five assumably we're getting another pluto card if he shifts he has bodyguard he turns for two uh, and he has guard dog at the start of your turn. Remove remove up to three damage from this character. <laughs> wow! So I think this will be a good card in the Mufasa deck. Or in any yellow deck. I I mean, wow. That's I, I love this determined defender. It's very Pluto. It's just like, he's a floodborn in Pluto, which is really cool. And um, he's not a planet. That's no, just it's a beautiful card. I love that. That's gonna. I don't know. I don't have anything right out of the, off the top of my head that I want to use it with. But Rob so cool. oh, I lied. Pluto. I just it just totally lied. <laughs> um, Grand Poppy. Every time, yes. At the start of your turn, he heals himself, and then you gain two more. <laughs> but those are two seven costs. So that's a little silly. But wow. Technically, he shifts for five. So any and and if you pair it with Mickey Mouse or the or lanterns that's true. or we Dot about that earlier. Um. Then what? I can't wait for that there to be a reveal that there's an enchanted of this, so you can you know hunt it down. Oh, hunt that till like red <laughs> October. Um. So I will do the three cost Maui's fish hook, which I love. That I a thing love this item. card. If you have a character named Maui in play, you may use this item's space shape shift ability for free. Uh, so shape shift. Otherwise, you have to pay two. Now it says for free. I don't know if you still have to exert it. I would assume so. I assume you still have to exert it. You just don't have to pay the two. Uh, choose one chosen character gains evasive until the start of your next turn. So you get that full turn coverage. Or chosen character gets plus three strength this turn. I think it's neat. Um, so let's just yeah, let's help just, Red get some more. It just makes Maui kill more things, uh, which is silly. Well, it's also just good in, like, uh, red-blue, too. It's like, if that deck does stick around, having a three-item that can give something evasive to the end of your next turn so you can give Flavor Sham or something you don't want to die evasive. Yeah. I mean, even without Maui, I still think this is it. I mean, I feel like most red decks run Maui regardless. I just think it's better with Maui, and I think that's kind of the point. Yes. Being able to have Maui in play and being able to give something evasive for free especially giving maui evasive to kill something big and then he still has evasive on their turn so you can't kill him back yeah so i think this is a very this is going to be another card i don't know if it's going to be super expensive out the gate no if it's not i definitely think this is a four of that you should have for a lot of red four of i think that's a little silly but well you should want four just to have them no i get that because like you said in the red blue it's good because you can discard it as an item um, but without Maui, it's only s- decent. All right, without Maui, yeah. Um, so, I think I could definitely find a, a two-up slot for this in red. 100%. So next up, we have Captain Hook, Master Swordsman. He's a five-cost uh, inkable. He's a five-four. Uh, Nemesis, during your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in a challenge, ready this character, he can't quest for the rest of this turn. Turns for one, I forgot to say that. Now, here's what's actually pretty interesting. 
man to man characters named peter pan lose evasive and can't gain evasive <laughs> that's awesome that i'm sorry to say it but that's super thematic uh it's it's awesome that he can just prevent peter pan from getting away he's like i yeah it's, that's really neat i, I think i, think I don't it's think cool. it's a it's a a diet uh scar um it's yeah maybe better than scar in some ways because it's inkable um it's only cost five it's only a little bit smaller only turns for one yeah. and it kills peter pans so yeah um i could see this making a run for you know maybe at that slot of instead of scar but it's it's interesting yeah. um and then two cost item the lamp which is awesome that it got a card so quickly uh, good or evil, banish this item. If you have a character named Jafar in play, draw two cards. If you have a character named Genie in play, return chosen character with cost four or less to their player's hand. If you have both, you get both. So that's awesome. It's all right. I mean, it's a two cost. It's purple. I don't think we have a purple. Ge- we don't have a purple Genie that I know of. There's not really any purple Aladdin uh, cards that I can think of right off the gate. Jafar is purple. I know that. There's there are some purple Jafar. Jafars. That's true. But unless we're getting a purple genie, it'd basically have to be. Pa- I mean, you don't have to, but it would. You'd want to pair it with green, so it'd be in go- another green purple. De- I think that this card, card was actually only made because they heard about my format, and it's going to be a really good Aladdin format card. Yeah, for stories. So before you even scroll down, I'm just going to read this card to you, and I'm not going to tell you the name. I'm just going to tell you what it does, and you'll be able to guess the name. Okay. But I know you're excited for this. It's a two cost inkable two two turns for one has support. Its ability, a, I can't even say the ability. Whenever this character quests, if you have characters named Dewey and Louie in play, you may draw three cards. <laughs> Must be Huey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it? So there's our first look. Yeah, oh, look yeah. Our first look at DuckTales. Oh, that's oh, that's so awesome. 2-2 uh, two, two support is always meh. Um, so I'm sure the always- three... The three of them and uh, Scrooge are probably going to have some like big synergy. When it's character quest, if, you have to have Dewey and Louie in play. So there's got to be a way to keep them alive. Yeah. We um, don't know. They're not. I can tell you there's not either of them in these leaks. So we don't know what they. So Huey's a rare. So hopefully they're not that rare. Yeah. Scrooge will probably be a silver rare. Uh, so guess. I will pick uh, Mama Odie. Which is a three cost uninkable one three mystical maven. They love alliteration in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be good. Whenever you play a song, you may put the top card of your deck into your inkwell face down and exert it. So that's interesting. Well, it's interesting too because the one that got revealed that we talked about a couple weeks ago that was purple is purple, mm-hmm. but it, it has shift, so it's like they're i guess they're planning on you play i mean you don't have to but the, they kind of set up to play blue purple oh, it's a little weird oh well i think it's pretty cool that when you play a song you get to do one jump ahead so that if you yeah. do one jump ahead you get to do it twice yeah uh but it's a little scary taking the top two cards and putting them into your ink but we also can't get sad about things we don't know about uh so th- we have three costs gustav the giant he is a six six wow three uh, costs six six uh, <laughs> He turns for one, all tied up. This character enters playing ex- exerted and cannot ready at the start of your turn. Okay, that makes more sense. Break free. During your turn, whenever one of your other characters banishes another character in a challenge, you may ready this character. Interesting. So I... he only turns for one, but he can 
turn for one, banish a character, ready, and turn again, because it doesn't say you can't quest. I don't think that's what you'd be doing with him. I think you would be killing something tiny, especially at a three cost, and then just swinging with six. No, you can quest with him. It says you may ready this character. No, you can. I just don't think you want to. I no. think you'd rather. Why would you? I'm... Right. I would just leave it readied until just to scare your opponent, be like, all right, bring up something. I'm going to smack it. Yeah, put your Maui in play. Uh, I mean, it makes interesting red steel, which is not a common combination with all the, yeah. you know, you know your uh, what is it, the shield and LeFou. Um, going yeah. the distance, there's a bunch of different cards that untap things. So it's an interesting little card, three three with a three cost six six. That's interesting. Uh, and then the last one is five cost Audrey Ramirez, uh, the engineer. A 2-5 with Ward, and she turns for two. Uh, whenever this character quests, ready one of your items. Interesting. Good. I mean, of course, again, red, red, blue, anything that pairs with red, like red, blue, red, purple, does not need more cards. But we, I think bl uh, blue is that, you know, big item... Yeah, heavy colors. So I think it's very thematic to the color. I just don't. Um, I just don't see what item I really want already that much, other than a shield. Yeah, I would say shield. Maybe. I mean, if you're using Maui's fish hook, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, like being able to give two things evasive. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would say maybe fishbone quill if you're like pushing for a be prepared. But other than that, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I would see anything you'd want to really ready. Um, I feel like most of the times you want to discard them anyway if you're with Flavor Sham. But. Uh, so we go to, oh, nice. So we go down to the <laughs> next page and I'll pick Lucky. I was going to say, pick whatever one you want to read. The 15th puppy. Uh, four cost, uninkable, two, three. So I'm waiting to read the good part. Uh, reveal the top three cards of your deck. You may put each card with cost two or less into your hand, put the rest of the bottom of your deck in any order. Each character card, yeah. Uh, or pup, oh, Puppy Love is when this character quests. If you have four or more other characters in play, your other characters get one lore pip this turn. It's interesting, but it's a really big setup. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it at Uninkable. It's a super cute card, though, Pongo carrying So since, there's, since this is the 15th puppy, that means 101 of these cards are going to be other Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's right. confirmed the half of, uh, a little less than half of set two, or set three is going to be Dalmatians. Just dogs. I would be, I wouldn't be shocked if by, like, in a, a year or two, Lorcana does do all, like, 101 Dalmatians. I don't think all 101 of them are named. I think there's only, like, the main name 12 or 15 of them, and then there's just all the extra puppies. Um, we have four cost on your feet now. It's an action. Ready all of your characters and deal one damage to each of them. They can't quest for the rest of the turn. I'm very indifferent to this card. I don't know how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I we've already seen that you can use damage advantageously um, if you can just heal right up with a Rapunzel. Um, readying all your characters keeps them all technically alive. If you're going against decks that can't uh, can't interact with you, but mm, you can heal with Grandpabby and just you know heal your entire. But you, there's no healing. That's well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't. 
I don't see the necessity for it. If it was a song, maybe, uh, but a four-cost unequable action that does that, I don't think it's yeah, worth it. I don't either. Uh, so I'll pick Bernard. Oh, it's, that's from Rescuers Down Under, isn't it? That's You're awesome. asking the wrong person. Uh, I should have went with Baloo because I just saw that, but I'll go do Bernard because mm-hmm. it's down. Uh, four cost, one five turns for two. I'll check it out. At the end of your turn, if this character is exerted, you may ready another chosen character of yours. Ooh, wow. That's Again, deep. doesn't say quest. Yes, it does. It's at the end of your turn. So that means it can Oh, yeah. That's really neat. I feel like he got one shiny and one not shiny of every one of these cards. He does. That's very weird. Or she. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do cost... the blue. You can do the next Yeah, go ahead. I, I just I had to do this. You want to do the blue? I love that. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, three cost blue from... Oh, wait. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was I just <laughs> drinking it all in here. Uh, the three cost blue from Tailspin with... I can't see what it says. I can't read the name of it. Blue von Brunwald the 13th or something like that. I think that. so, yeah. Uh, but it's Dreamborn, so that makes sense why he's not real. Uh, an 03 bodyguard turns for one. Let's make like a tree when this character is banished, gain to lore. Um, interesting. Terrible. Oh, well, yeah, it's a bodyguard, so they have to go through yeah. it. Or It's uninkable, which sucks, but. I really, actually, really like this card a lot. Uh, other than Morph, this is my second favorite card. Yeah. Um, we're going to skip the Peter Pan since it was officially revealed and we've already talked about it before. Okay. Um, we're going to do... I'll take the one-cost Rafiki, Mystical Fighter. He's a 0-2 with Challenger 3. Whenever he challenges a Hyena character, this character takes no damage from the challenge. Nice little bonus. Again, another thematic card. Uh, he's all right. I mean, he's a 1-2 with Challenger 3. Or he's 0-2 with Challenger 3. Yeah. I think he's worse than right. he's worse than Hook because Hook at least hits yeah. the one on the on the rebound if he can, but it's, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, it's no, it's, it's not. It's got some applications, I think. Um, three cost Heart of Tefiti uh, is an item. Another card for the Moana story. Uh, create life. Exert pay two. Put the top card of your deck into your ink well face down. Exerted. They're really leaning into the ramp again with blue, which yeah. I like. Because they're like, oops, we gave too much card draw. Let's go back to ramp. <laughs> uh, that's a really cool, it's a cool card. You want to take the the red <gasps> Pinocchio? Kitten face? Oh, there's a red Pinocchio. Just like you said, Simba's scrappy cub. Uh, one, one turns for three. Two uninkable. It's a two cost uninkable, yeah. It's it's the same as the per- Pinocchio from this set. But that's it's a great art. I love that art. Yes. Uh, I'm jumping right down because <gasps> same with you. You can have that. You take, take the bottom. I know that's the one you want. Five cost Stitch Covert Agent. He's a 3 3 with evasive. Uh, while this character's at a location, he gains Ward and he turns for two. This will be in every single green deck I run. I don't <laughs> care. I hope we get another Stitch Enchanted because I love Stitch. I wish this was the art that they put on the mat instead of the art that they did. Uh, I'm okay, guessing there's really also good. a red Stitch. I'm guessing there's a red Stitch judging on how bad the mat looked and the fact that it was very red colored oh boy um yeah okay take it away <laughs> well I, I immediately saw a card that i was begging for and it's the, the bare necessities. necessities yep uh it's a song obviously to cost chosen opponent reveals their hand and discards a non-character card of your choice 
Uh, of your choice makes it huge. Except for the non-character part. So you can have a whole <laughs> hand without anything in it that you can discard. So unfortunately, yeah. I don't think I would run this, but I love it. Um, we have four cost Heart of Atlantis. It's an item. Uninkable, yep. Uh, the bare necessities is inkable. I think we forgot to say that. Mm. Uh, it's tap it and life giver. You pay two less for the next character you play this turn. It's just a slightly more expensive lantern. It's a slightly more expensive, slightly more powerful lantern. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Same cost as two lanterns. I feel like there's better yeah. things you want to play it for. Uh, I yeah, I also think being able you can put two lanterns in play two and three, and then take two off on four and play something for six. Whereas this one you're paying four you can put something for two and then turn seven then you're playing something more expensive but it's not as i imagine there's going to be more item destruction as well and if you destroy yeah. one of two lanterns you still can have a little bit you destroy your one heart of atlantis then you're just sol so um, next we have a card that'll go in dave's deck yes for sure this is this was made for dave's deck uh six cost robin hood daydreamer um, uh, it's a four, five turns for four. Yeah. We that's love that. it. We love turning for four. That's a, that's a really good card. Um, they just don't have anything that turns for four that just straight up turns for four like that. Other yeah. than, um, BLT Mickey and, um, Madam M dragon. So that's very interesting. I feel like there's one more. I thought there was a facilier. I don't know. There's. I feel like there's one more card that turns for four, but I'm I could be wrong. Nope. There's one more card that turns for four. It's the Flynn from my deck. Yes, that's the other one. But that, that one has a stipulation. Alright, so with that, we are that's our episode for the week. Um don't forget we are having our limitless tournament. It's um on what was the the twenty sixth. Yep, twenty sixth of 26th January. Six PM. Uh, registration will be up on our link tree, which you can find uh, most easily on our Twitter account. It's also just linktree dot whatever it is link dot tree slash turn for two. Um, we have our Discord server up there, which you can message us uh, your two cards for our uh, cooking time challenge. I'm very or excited about that. Send them to us on Twitter, uh, and we will be checking frequently over the week. And um, we're excited to be with you guys next week and for the rest of 2024. I am absolutely with that. Uh, it's been a it's been a really good start. As you can see, we're trying to up our production, add a little bit of fun stuff. But uh, we really appreciate all the listeners. And, and please give us your comments and let us know how, how we're doing. We'd love the support. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week.